right, comes back left, Natty shoots, oh my goodness, Lewis Natty! Here goes Daryl DK, at one horn, DK shoots, scores! DK wins it for an end What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Lions Blog Podcast. I am your host, Gavin Rush. Now we have another scouting video coming your way today. Uh, as by the title, you know it's going to be Gaston Gonzalez. Hopefully we don't jinx it. Everything looks like it's ready. Everything looks like it's good. We didn't jinx Facundo Torres or Erchankara, for that matter. Both ended up signing, and we released the videos before they officially were announced. Um, everything looks set to go with uh, Gaston Gonzalez, and, and I'm pretty confident that we are going to secure his signature. Here to go through the video with me today is our old friend, Adam the Great. Hello, Adam. Hello. Uh, I'm going to do a heel turn like Nate the Great. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start a new podcast. No, don't leave me. All jokes, all jokes. Chase and Daniel? How could you? We need somebody to, like, set us all straight. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Um, totally so, so, before we get started on the video, I wanted to just have a quick little chat about um, what happened two days ago now at the scrimmage, or was it, it might have been yesterday morning. Um, Erchankara obviously uh, having to come off the field injured and then going on a golf cart because he couldn't put any pressure on his leg. Uh, so, obviously, Orlando City are never, never, ever, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Open? Going, going to tell us anything? Yeah, they're not going to tell us anything. They're not open with the, the injury side of things. I mean, Pato was questionable <clears throat> the entire season, last season. Um, so how are you feeling about the injury? Are you really nervous that he's going to be out for a long time? Or, or do you think, it was probably precautionary and we could see him back in, in a couple weeks. And I think somewhere in between there, honestly, it, um, the word on the street from just word trickling out from people is that it's an ankle injury, um, which could either be not that bad in the span of like a month to six weeks, or it could be hopefully not Achilles related in which case it would be the entire season. Um, but if he was walking, it's probably not as Achilles. Um, it's it, it really is. We don't know because we're not doctors, and we don't we didn't do an examination of him. We don't have official word from the club. But I think that we would know something if it were more serious by now. Probably, we got three weeks until the season starts. Anyway, he could be back. You know, game four. So. I don't. I think it's definitely not time to panic on him. Yeah. Um, definitely not a oh let's start looking at midseason replacements. If he's still out week ten, then yeah, <laughs> that then we have reason to worry. But I think he'll be he'll be back after the first few games. And we got we got Tesho. I know no one wants to hear it, but Tesho is a good backup to fill in for a few games. Uh, Pato is obviously a capable striker. Benji can play there if need be. We got Jacqueline, you know, it's going to be okay for a few games. Yep. And that's the reason we have depth. Uh, I'm not too worried about it. I put out a, a tweet basically saying that I think it was a precautionary move. Look, the video looks horrible. He can't walk on it, but in the moment, you know, it's going to hurt the most and you're not going to put pressure on, you're not going to be able to put pressure on it. In the final of MLS cup, there was a five minute period where Maxi Morales looked like he couldn't continue. He could not walk on his leg. He was stumbling all over the place and he just finished the whole entire 120 minutes and took a penalty in the shootout. So like stuff hurts in the moment and players can get over it. I'm not saying that's what's happening here that, no, there's nothing wrong, and he could have kept playing. Uh, first of all, I wouldn't have wanted him to keep playing. It's preseason. Let's let's not do that. Um, but also, I think that you're right, Adam. Uh, I think at most it'll be a, a couple of month injury. You know, six to eight week 
injury, um, unless it is Achilles. But I, obviously, we don't know. Uh, but I'm going to stray on the side of it's not, just to speak that into existence. <laughs> yeah. And because um, I'm really excited to see him play. And just, I'm not too. I'm not too worried. Even if it is long term, we have Pato, we have Tesho, we have Jack Lynn. Um, it sucks, but he's a long term project. He's not a. He's not here to be here for two years. So it would suck for half the season mm-hmm. to have him gone. But at the end of the day, he. The idea I think is to have him here for three, four, five years and have him leading our line. For six months out would be awful for our chances this season. But he would still be there to help us finish out the season. Um, I don't think it's time to to go looking for new strikers. Uh, let let's stick with what we got and let's let Oscar Pereja figure it out if it is long term. Um, but yeah, I'm not too worried about it. It, it. I think it was more precautionary than anything, and it just hurt in the moment. And, and honestly, like. About Archankara, like before the injury, he it did seem like he was, you know, getting along well with his teammates. Um, seems like he was starting to build a little chemistry. Uh, we heard about, um, you know, a couple of preseason goals he was involved in. Um, he, I think he scored one and assisted one, if I if I remember correctly. Uh, I think I don't know if he scored one, but I know he he assisted with him. Didn't the first he score the first the... one at? Um, oh no, did he score the first? No, the he, first one yeah, in Minnesota? he uh, w- ran down the line. Um, and then put in a cross for Benji Michelle, and he, and he slotted it home. Like, oh, and he, and he missed two a minutes. penalty. And then Kara missed a penalty. Yeah. So, you know, right. Orlando City. Yeah, Orlando City already. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I am excited to see him, and it was good to see him, you know, uh, integrating well with his teammates. So get well soon, Erchan, and we will see you on the pitch. Yes. So, uh, on to the topic of the day Gaston Gonzalez. Um, I'm just going to start with this. Gonzalez is a left winger. I, I, I know Transfer Mark has him as a right winger. Every single time he's on the pitch, from what I've seen, he's on the left. And the way he plays, he's a left-footed, out-and-out winger. Um, runs straight, directly straight, up and down. He's not a cut-inside type player on the left, at least. Um, maybe when he gets shifted over to the right, he does like to cut in. But on the left, he's a straight-line runner. Um, so ex- expect to see a left winger here, um, not a right winger. So let me get in here. Adam, you can see this all right? Yep. All right. That means the viewers can see it all right. So that's exciting. Um, the first clip here as we go ahead and start is his is him playing defense. So what this is a 11 and a half minute video. So we're just going to pause as we go, Adam. Um he uh what oh so the first bit of it is i watched the entire game union versus uh union de santa fe versus cologne um and this was basically decision day for them uh this was win and you're in or or lose and you're out because they were right on the bubble of their playoffs or, or whatever the competition they were trying to get into so this is a big match. This is also a, a, clearly a big rivalry and a very um, aggressive game. And um, he he does well in this game. He actually gets a goal and I believe an assist or helps him in one of the goals. So, uh, so yeah, so let's go ahead and start this. Um, so there he is. He's number 15. He's making the tackle here. Uh, definitely a player who... Uh, comes back and helps on defense. That's something you're going to see a lot. That's probably why Oscar Preha loves him. <laughs> yep, that is exactly why. So here he is on the ball. Carrying up the left wing. And I think he dribbles out here. Yeah. Something I've noticed, I noticed about um, this league from the games I watched. I watched a couple games, but only clipped up this one. And then um, a couple highlights at the end. Is This is a very aggressive league. Um, a, a lot of fouls that would be called fouls here aren't that aren't called over in Argentina. Oh, this is just their goal. This I thought this was a cool free kick routine. Um, but they have no space on on the wings. So here he is in these first two clips. Like 
getting the ball and there is somebody on top of him all the way out to the end line. I mean, they, they make you fight for every single inch over there. Uh, so that was something I wanted to point out. And then um, the, the free kick routine, he has literally nothing to do with, but it, I just wanted to show it because I think it's a pretty cool goal. I just love that. <laughs> um, and then they just run off. <laughs> so here he is on the left. Um, and I think he puts a cross in. Yeah. A good cross. He's a crosser. Um, here he is on the left again. He's going to put in another cross, I think. I don't know. Uh, yeah, kind That's of a cross. Yeah. Cross. Yeah. So he's not afraid to use his right foot, but to me, this kind of looked like a shot that ended up in the uh, his teammate's path, you know, versus yeah. trying to make that pass. I don't know. I, I mean, cutting back, may it maybe looks like I, it, it's one of those schrosses, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good at corners, by the way. So that was him taking yeah. the corner kick. Here he is helping out on defense, making a tackle. He seems like the Chris Mueller replacement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except on the left. Yeah. Well, well, Torres is the Nani replacement. He's on the right. So Yeah. So they just flip sides, basically. So I wanted to point this out here. He's right here. Okay. And he's just tracking back, and, and he's pretty quick. But the main thing I wanted to point out is he gets sucked into these areas as a left winger a lot um, in, in this part of the pitch. And he leaves space out open over there. Another thing I noticed when watching these games is this league is not as um, uh, tactically strict as I would say the ML. Oh my God, I said it. I never say the MLS, but as MLS <laughs> is, um, I'm awful. Someone kill me. Uh, and so I'm a little worried about that. And I wonder if that's why we've seen players struggle coming from the Argentinian league to MLS players like Barco and PT Martinez, because it's a little bit less structured over, over in Argentina than it is here. And the attackers aren't, aren't used to um, not having as much space. Uh, that being said, Miguel Almeron came from Argentina as well, but he was clearly destined to go to the top. So that's just something to think about with Gonzalez. There he is, um, struggling to defend a set piece. I think uh, when, what's his name? Eddie. When Eddie and I did the DeSantos video, Adam, uh, mm -hmm. he brought up our set piece defending from two seasons ago. And I was <laughs> like, oh my God, having like Vietnam flashbacks. And here he is again, uh, getting kind of bullied. That's an underrated coaching job by, by Pereja was fixing that this past season yeah. with the same pieces. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were pretty comfortable on set piece defense. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you go all the way back to 2020, when, I mean, we lost to Portland in the final. Yeah. Because of um, set piece defense. Yeah. It's a horrible pass. Not a horrible and, pass. And that, that seemed like that was the beginning of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that wasn't a foul. That would have been a penalty here. Yeah. So here he crazy. is, kind of straight line running here. Yeah. What does he do? Oh, he tries to get past him, but he gets tackled. Classic Chris Mueller. Yep. <laughs> Looking for combination. Didn't. Have you seen that meme? Um, <laughs> the Chris Mueller woke up feeling dangerous today meme about his debut. Yes. With yes, I did. Oh, that was funny. Oh, Chris. We're here to talk about Gonzalez. The who, is, who is the Chris Mueller replacement? So here he is. Look where he is. I keep trying to use my fingers again. So he's all the way up here, mm -hmm. sees it, and, and instantly wants to go back and, and press in, in, in the midfield. I can tell why this group really liked him. Uh, this group being Rico and Muzi. Yeah. So here he is again, um, Adam, uh, this next clip here, getting sucked in. So this is him. There, there. Now, obviously, the guy he doesn't need shot. to be there. Everything's fine, but he, he this does is not wide need open. to be there. He, there's a defender and a midfielder right there. Does that worry you, or do you think Pereja um, can kind of structure? He's going to have to coach out of him. Hey, you can't do that. Yeah. 
straight up can't do that because then like, like these teams with DP wingers, like if we when we go against Toronto and Senior is going to eat them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's one of my biggest worries with him. Is look, it's great you're helping to help. It's great that you're willing to help out on defense, but if you're cutting in like that, mm-hmm. you're leaving this our left back exposed because our left back's supposed to be the one collapsing and he's supposed to be back here. Yeah. So he need that, that is a good point about this league is he, he's going to need to understand the structural integrity of the tactics yeah. much better than he appears to right now. Yeah. Now the good thing is he's so willing to help out. So here he is there. He's so willing mm-hmm. to help out on defense and will drop so deep in this team's tactics that when they do go on the counter, and there's his assist mm-hmm. for the goal, uh, he's the one taking a set piece. Um, good set piece right there. Perfect yeah, area. It's, it's good delivery. Yeah, he's he's got good delivery. Um, I think that's him clearing the ball. But what I was going to say is he sits so deep on this left side to come back and help on defense that when a transition moment does arrive, and we will see this, um, I think later on near the end when we see the highlights, um, he is so far behind that he is like sprinting forward into space that he into so much space that he arrives late to the attack. Mm-hmm. So the let's say Mauricio Pereira's in that zone 14 um, on the on the transition on the counter. Uh, so uh, Pereira's or uh, Pereira's here, and Gaston Gonzalez will be just this little bit behind him, and mm-hmm. Pereira can then play him into space. I think it is a positive thing that he comes back so deep and he's very quick. I wouldn't say Juan quick, but he might be our third or fourth fastest player in the team. Um, So here he is right here. This is what I mean. So you see how deep he was that he's got that space to run. And he's not going to be marked. Yeah. And there's plenty of space over there. So he does that. That that, that pass needs more quality. Yeah. The pass sucked. But the reason I showed that clip was to show Mm -hmm exactly this kind of speed. So that's him clearing the ball. And there he is spraying right past people See that, in his face. There's no marker that's going to get to him. Yeah. He would have been in on goal. Yeah. That, that and, is a good asset. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and he does that a lot. He, as soon as there's a transition, he's gone. Like it's, mm-hmm. we're going straight to goal. Kind of like how Araujo when as soon as he won the ball, he wanted to go forward. As yeah. soon as Gaston Gonzalez's teammate wins the ball, his first thought is, "I'm sprinting down this left hand side to give them an option." So here he is helping out in defense again. Yeah. So where is he? There How he is. His teammate won the ball. He's twenty. Okay. And that's something he's, else I wanted to bring young. up. He's got a good physical profile for a twenty-year-old. Mm-hmm. That was a nice dribble. It was, yeah. See, he, to me, he he is twenty four year old, twenty five year old Chris Mueller as a twenty year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why he's Which so highly good. regarded. I think. Yeah. So there he is. Teammate wins the ball back, instantly looking to go forward. Gets himself into a decent amount of space, then beats this guy one v one. Yeah, that's much better. And he's already using his right foot. Yeah. Now he's a little different. He he's he's similar in the defensive aspect of yeah. obviously Chris Mueller is willing to help out on defense. But he's different in the fact that um Chris Mueller obviously really liked combination play. And this mm-hmm. guy just clearly screens just out and out winger. He just goes. It, yeah. it, there's less hesitation to his game. Yeah. He makes a decision and he fully commits to it very quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't know how great he fits into how I think we want to play at the moment. I yeah, so I think he fits into it as like a transition piece, mm-hmm. like literally that straight line runner. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think he. Yeah, he he's. Obviously, Poppy likes his defense, and on offense, he's going to have immediate use. But once we settle into that, I think maybe he's going to hang back a little bit and like look for runs to make, and then have Moutinho play that 
that more possession role on the left, which again, we're relying on Moutinho, which I hate. Um, yeah. But we don't have, assuming we want to play a more possession oriented style, uh, we, we're going to need someone on that left side who's comfortable possessing the ball and then moving it quickly. And if you look at some of the clips that we've seen from preseason games, it's been a lot of tiki talk. It's boom, 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 in. And I don't think that's his play style unless he's going to, if we're, if like, if we got a box like right there, what did that backwards go me? If we got like that box, he's going to hang around like right there and look for a, uh, a way to cut in. Well, um, Moutinho is going to be about like right here, and he's going to be more the the dinking around the outside, and um, maybe that's where he fits when we're in possession. So, something I want to bring up uh, about that is uh, I was talking to um, Cleon and over at Orlando Lions Den podcast, and he I was asking him about the scrimmage, and he said that it looked a lot when we had the ball that we had um, like a three, two, five set up with the, the three at the back being one of them being Joao Moutinho, um, which I thought was very interesting. Well, he did play center back at Akron. He did. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so I, I found that really interesting because usually well, it's certainly not going to be Juan. No, no. But usually, Joao Moutinho is the overlapping left mm. back. He's the one going into the to the offense. Is it is the plan then to have the three at the back and the three two five buildup be Joao Moutinho, Janssen, and Carlos, with Gonzalez being that left fifth channel player, and then Maybe. you would think, um, you know, per- Pereira and Cara will take up four and three. And then two and one would be Facundo Torres and then Juan on the far right, if you can imagine that left to right, yeah. uh, the five zones. So uh, I, that's where I think he fits in. Now maybe he now maybe he does, you know, what you said. That was just Pereja trying something out. And we we see a, a um Joao Moutinho who's overlapping and Gaston Gonzalez be in that box you were talking about. Um, cutting in a little bit more and giving space on the on the wing for Joao Moutinho. So it's interesting to see how he's gonna how he's gonna be um, brought into the system in the summer. Here's the thing I struggle with <clears throat> is we see a lot of him here carrying the ball up that left side and putting it across, and that's all well and good. That is a completely different style than it seems that we want to play with a bunch of ball dominant players. Like, are we yeah, really going to? If you're thinking about our offensive options, right? We already have that option, Juan, by the way. That option's already present on the team. And on the right. On, on the right, but whatever. doesn't matter. Well, yeah, but that, that gives us balance. And that, that option is already present on the team as a choice of attack, right? When you attack, you have choices of how you want to do it. We could go through Mauricio Pereira. We could go through Sylvester Vanderwater. We could go through um, Facundo Torres. Like... Those are three ball-dominant players that have much more technical skill than this guy appears to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can, uh, And then you have guys like Mendez, Arujo, and, and Urso that are capable of advancing the ball and playing that quick combination play. Um, when you have the option of doing that, and then your, option, your other option is let's give it to this 20-year-old guy who knows how to run straight and put in a pretty ball. It doesn't fit. Well, I think it does. I don't think it does. Because I think it brings a balance uh, to the attack. Because we, you and I were talking about we need runners. If we need team, runners. Okay. Who, who's, I, who is Facundo and Pereira going to pass the ball to? They can't Benji only Michelle. have... Well, this is Benji Michel on the left, but better. Right. But so Gaston Gonzalez is a more... Threatening. I don't know how have we seen of have we seen much of him getting on to the end of a ball here. Like I, I get we that will him, see that. I get him being a runner in the counterattack, but mm-hmm. like as far as I've seen so far, he's been the one who's just carrying the ball up left and putting it across. Yeah. So there, there is, there is. Trust me on this one. There is clips of him getting on to the end of balls. 
Um, so, so this is just him helping out on defense. But going back to the main point, you can see the potential with the way he does his straight line running that Juan on the right is someone that can get the ball up just straight line run. And we've never really had that on the left. Benji's never been that mm-hmm. straight line runner on the left. I think having Gaston Gonzalez on the left helps balance that and, and makes teams stretches teams because if we switch it one side to the other, they have to get all the way out to, um, to counter the threat of Juan getting in behind or Gaston Gonzalez getting in behind. So if we go over here, they have to go all the way over. Then we go all the way to the left. Then they mm. have to move all the way over and back and forth, back and forth. If Whereas you're gonna before use, if Nami, you're use, they were they only had to stop in the the, the fourth channel. If you're going to use he and Juan in tandem and try to stretch the field like that, then it makes more sense. So I hope we do that. I think that if would be the smartest way to say, do it. If you're just going to send one of them at a time, all you got to do is stop that one guy, and yeah. then you've stopped the entire attack. Exactly. Yeah. Um, most of the clips right now have been on defense uh, because the Union's um, tactics in this game were very sit deep and counter. Uh, and I think throughout the season, that's what they were as well. Another really good ball. To me, I, I like the fact that that mm. we got in a good crosser of the ball because it, it looked like we thought, okay, we just spent a bunch of money on a um, six foot four attacker. Mm-hmm. Let's get the ball in the box for him. <laughs> I think that's kind of what Stone Gonzalez can do. I, I don't think that would have been a problem with because you got Vanderwater, uh, Torres, Pereira, and Moutinho. Yeah. I don't think that would have been a problem. Yeah. So here's kind of that getting on the end of the ball. It doesn't come off it gets blocked but this is kind of that get on the end of yeah. a, a ball sort of thing and i and for his goal it's very similar to that uh, he scores in like the last kick of the game there he is again playing defense again this is where he could have got the ball his teammates just didn't yeah. find him in time and he kind of had to stop he should have just sprinted up the the wing there i don't know why he stopped well, the ball was behind him. Oh, shoot, I won't see the ball was behind him. Had to come. Yeah, get but it. he he could have taken a much better first touch yeah. there. Yeah, instead he takes on three guys and actually gets through them. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. It, it kind of actually, and then another bad first touch. Yeah. What is this one? Okay. Beats him. Yeah. Yeah, oh, this is like... his goal. Okay. Okay. So th- this is his goal. What were you going to say? I was looking at the wrong guy. That's a decent mm. finish, but... Yeah. So if we just kind of recycle this back... Um... And th- I mean, this is literally like 48th mm. minute of the second half. So, I mean, he's... He's got good legs all the way at the end of the game. Still, he can be a ninety-minute yeah. player. That was good. Like that's a little combo play that makes me mm-hmm. feel a little better about him. Yeah, he he will do that. You're right. He'll kind of it, pass it and then try to run off somebody. Here, here's the thing. I like the potential that's there. I think he will get much less playing. So first of all, he's coming in May, mm-hmm. so he's not going to have preseason with the with the team. I think we're going to see a lot less of him this year than than people think. Do you think he could have like a Vanderwater year sort of thing? Yes. Yeah. And and honestly, I'm I think Vanderwater is going to be the starter like the entire season. On the right. Yeah. Or really. Left or right, wherever. Doesn't <laughs> really matter. In my in my opinion, you can flip flop wingers. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. we do it. We do it in games all the time. So Torres plays almost equally on the left and the right, anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think we will see Gaston. Personally, I think we'll see him more than we saw Vanderwater. These clips from here on out are. I went through uh, Union de Santa Fe's um, highlight clips, um, like six or seven of them. And these are the moments within the highlight clips that involve Gaston mm-hmm. Gonzalez. So these are just 
I didn't, this isn't one game. This is just a bunch of different games where he had a part to play in the highlight clips. So uh, I think this is him right here. Yeah. Running in behind and then getting an assist. That was pretty good. And he, um, this is what I wanted to bring up in this clip and I went back too far. Speaking of the Huan thing that, that you brought up on the, on the right side, he gets into very similar areas that Huan gets in on mm -hmm. the on the right, just on the left. Um, yes, and then he's going to have to make good on them. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if he's even 20% better than what Huan does on the uh, left or on the he right, he could be dangerous be good. to me. He's, his skill set is what I want in a fullback. Gonzalez? Honestly, yeah. And like an overlapping fullback, yeah. Yes. It, to me, as a winger, he kind of doesn't bring a complete game as much right now. Um, or at least compared to what our other wingers could and should be. Mm -hmm. I think he needs a little bit of growing to do before he should be the every week starter. Probably, yeah. He probably will. So this clip was, I just wanted to show the... Um, Oh, I went too far back. To me, like like uh, a similar guy that we brought in is Arujo in terms of where he is in his development. I think Arujo is is further along in his development than Gonzalez. I would agree with that. I would agree with that, yeah. And Arujo is going to struggle for, not struggle, for, I think he'll get minutes, but he's he's got competition. Mm -hmm. and, and so does Gonzalez, and I think Gonzalez doesn't quite as well stack up to his competition as as well as Arojo does right now. But I do think that Gonzalez, he obviously has very good physical attributes. His style of play can work in MLS. He needs to be develop as a not as a crosser, but as a as an in, a short and intermediate passer. And he needs to really develop in his uh, tactical understanding and positional awareness of the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely based on what you and I have seen here so far and what I saw in the game overall. You you're right. You 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 hit it spot on. He is a physical profile. He is not mm -hmm. technical. Uh Rajo, I would say, is more technical, but still has that physicality. Facundo's clearly technical versus physicality. Um, mm -hmm. this dude, look, he's got a great build for a 20-year-old, and, and he's only gonna get stronger and he's only gonna get faster. Um but yeah, it, he's not technically all there he's got bad first touches some of his passes go straight out of bounds uh when he's dribbling with people on him he, the ball runs away from him and goes out of bounds i mean it he's not fully put together but i think his his physical profile makes up for that and his ability to put in a dangerous cross um that, that's but he's not full yeah that's the weapon that's the so, weapon he's figured out how to use I think the, the biggest way, the best way we can use him to get to maximize his potential right now for this upcoming season is to get him up and down the left wing with through balls from Maurizio Pereira and flick ons from Erchankara and get him up and down that left wing to get crosses into the to the uh, near and back post in that same space that Juan gets in. I think he's going to be a good super sub, in he my opinion. Be. He like his first season. You don't want to rely on him as a starter, but I, I think, think we will see him yet. as a starter because yeah, of like, his defensive work rate that Pereja values so highly. You know, I, I don't think I don't think he beats up Vandervada right now. I don't see it. I straight up don't see it. Uh, but I think I don't. I'm not saying he can't in the future. I'm saying right, right now, Vandervada's got a year on him in MLS. He's in preseason with the team. He is having a good preseason by all by all reports out of camp. I think I think it's Vanderbotter's spot to lose, and then it's Benji Michelle's spot to lose. Because yeah. there's only one spot there. <laughs> We're being honest. I don't see him over either of those guys. I don't I don't I personally, Adam, I don't see Vanderwater on the left. I, I think he is mainly a right winger for in, in Pereja's eyes, but I do think Vanderwater is a good option to start, especially to start the season. I think it will it might be Facundo on the left and Vanderwater on the right versus Facundo on the right and Benji on the left. And Vanderwater can play on the left. He, he just plays straight winger rather than inverted. Yeah. 
uh, which is yeah. what this guy would do anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I would rather have the more technical player complete because of the style at which we want to play. I'd rather have a guy who's going to combine with Mauricio Pereira and create more and get the ball to our striker, which uh, obviously Gonzalez can get the ball to a striker, mm-hmm. but how often is he going to make a defense look silly with passing rather than, you know, making a tough run? Them. Yeah. So this is another example of him just sprinting forward, but doesn't get the ball per se. I think his, yeah, his teammate fouls. Mm. And here he is after a broken bit of play with That's a, a, really good um, pass. a really good pass to help them get a game winning goal. So um, I think he puts in a, a free kick and it bounces out or, or something happens in the, it's, oh, oh, the free kick was over here and he's standing over here, bounces out and so finds a player. Here's why I think space. he could be a good super sub is because he's fast. He's physical. He can cross and he can score. He can yeah. do all those, all four of those things, which are vital, and he can defend once we get that game-winning goal. Mm-hmm. All of those are vital end-of-game uh, skills. Yeah, that's him putting the pass in for the penalty award. Is it, to me, his, his skill set, you got to think of when it is appropriate to use it, and to me, it's end-of-game situations, which, uh, if you remember, Chris Mueller was like that for a while. Yes. And remember the Chris remember the the Chicago game where we gave away at the last second and Chris is a part of that. I would rather not remember that. To yes, be quite but frank. do you remember <laughs> after <laughs> yes. that game where Chris Mueller really took it to heart and was like, "Okay, this is never going to happen again," and then became like the best end of game player. Mm-hmm. I think that is a role that suits this guy pretty well, where he he becomes that super sub and a guy that is an important part of the team without being relied upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it very well could be. I think that's a good point. Here he is getting on that left side, cutting in, and then getting across in for an assist. And, and if you think about it, all those attributes he shares with Chris Mueller, they're it, they're vital in those situations. And that's why Mueller's shown in those situations. Mm-hmm. Now, the, again, the nice thing is that you brought up, there he is making that run on the left, yep. doesn't get the ball. He's way open. Yeah. Should have gotten it. Here he is again yeah. running from deep, running into the space, but just doesn't quite get it. See, and, and that can be a game-winning goal right there. Yeah. If, if that's Pereira carrying the ball and he sees him left, that can be a game-winning goal. Mm-hmm. That was him hitting the post there. Or if we if we know that we're going to set up in a defending counter game. He's, he would be a starter, yeah. Yeah. You know. I just don't like, I don't like setting up that way, but if we know we have to do it for whatever reason or just because it is tactically the right choice, then you start him. Yeah. And I think I, I'm not saying don't play him, just pick and choose where you play him. Don't re- I think anyone expecting him to come in and be an every week starter this year is going to be disappointed. Yeah. It, that, that very well could happen. Um, this clip is not a good clip. Actually. I think here he is running back to help out, put some pressure. Doesn't quite get there. It's only the 28th minute of the game and just kind of stops. And his marker gets a free shot on mm. goal. Um, so not great there, in all honesty. This him winning a physical battle. There you go. Yeah. I'm not I'm not worried about his strength. No, not in the at slightest. all. Uh, no, let's not have him take free kicks, so. <laughs> Maybe not free kicks. He's not but, like that. <laughs> um, corners, I think he corners, will be definitely. taking. If he's on the field, I think he should. Almost every single corner he takes ends up getting on a header or getting to a teammate. Yeah. Uh, I think this is him scoring a goal, which is not an easy goal. I want to applaud this, actually. That's a nice one. He's backing up and still generates the power um, while falling backwards to head it forward. It's It's a pretty difficult piece of skill. It's not as easy as it looks. Um, and then to get it in the corner past the goalkeeper. Um, so that, that that was pretty good. There he is with the corner again, getting the assist. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the loop on this ball um, coming in. I mean, no other... That's great. Like, no one can clear that. And the way it dips down right to, to mm-hmm. that point in the box, that's so dangerous. It's a good corner. Yeah, you definitely have to use utilize that ability if he's going to be on the pitch. Yeah. 
So that, that's just a bad touch there again with the technique. Which is this? Is, this is now we're seeing what Rico and Muzi saw in him. Mm-hmm. Which is the the skills, the the tools in his toolbox are there. He just doesn't know how to use all of them yet. Yeah. Another dangerous cross in. I'm excited for those crosses. Mm-hmm. To be honest, yeah. I, I am. He's a very good kicker of the ball. <laughs> yeah which is it's it's an attribute i i would say a lot of elite players have actually i would describe harry kane that way harry kane is an kicker elite of kicker the of the ball and if you think about what that means it means that their foot is a weapon that that they can use it to shape the the different shots they want the different passes they want different crosses that's a that is an unteachable skill and that's what he possesses and that's what i like most about him so that is it for the video. So let me stop sharing my screen here. So we already kind of dived into how mm. we think he can be used tactically and, and how often he will he might be used from your viewpoint. Um, what do you think he can grow into as a player in the next couple of years? You know, he's only 20. I think he'll be 21 by the time he joins us. He is us, not a player that was going to go to Europe immediately. This is not a we stole one. Let's, which is both good and you're not so good. They're not so good as he's not ready. He's straight up not. But that means he's not going to leave us right away. He's going to be a guy that we're going to probably keep three or four years before he's ready to move on. And he's got some growing to do, but if he can continue to grow, then he can become a really, really, really good player. He might even become a more creative type of player. It, it, it all depends on how far his technical skill and technical prowess is going to evolve before he reaches that age where he is the player that he is. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for him, in all honesty. Uh, I, I think he allows us to have... Uh, a couple of different play styles of when it comes to, like you pointed out, sit, bunker, and counter, he would be an outlet so that when we do move mm-hmm. forward on the counter attack, um, we have someone sprinting up the left wing to, to put in behind. So uh, another idea to your super sub rule is, okay, we're sitting back, we're winning 2-1, and then we sub him on for Benji. He's going to help out defensively. That's oh, yeah. clear. He comes in and makes tackles throughout that that highlight video that I showed. Um, but also, when we get the win the ball, the defense is going to have to respect the fact that he's just going to freaking take off. Oh yeah, and, he's absolutely going to relieve some of that pressure. Yeah, I'm excited for his crossing ability as well. Um, with a six foot four striker up there mm-hmm. and, and and off of corners. And one of the things you and I talked about on the Facundo Torres video is that I want a good set piece taker. Uh, for when mm. Facundo Torres wins free kicks in the attacking third. And I think Gonzalez, when he's on the field, you know, mm. if he's not an out-and-out starter, maybe this doesn't really matter. But when he's on the field, he's got a good delivery into the box and we can, again, he take does. advantage of that. I don't know that he's taken that spot from Pereira, though. I guess that we'll see. they'll see on the training field who, who <laughs> yeah, are they more comfortable taking it. Maybe they want some a six-foot-tall... Uh, physical presence in the box rather than yeah, taking. The, I was the gonna say, kick. yeah, I would rather have Gonzalez in the box as another header option, and then Pereira trying to find them because God knows Pereira's not gonna score. No, not off the header. <laughs> have to be like a, not a at all. I think <laughs> yeah. he has one goal for us that's not penalty. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so I, I'm excited for what he could be for us. Uh, I, I think he he will start games, but I think also he won't start every game mm-hmm. Go, going with what you're saying. But I do think he's in between uh, kind of like a, a Nani level importance and like a, a Vanderwater level importance. I think he's kind of somewhere mm-hmm. in the mix there for me. I think here's the thing. I Last think season Vanderwater. Temper our expectations a little bit with all these new guys coming in. We, we all want to believe these guys are the best players ever, right? This is our best team ever. We're going to win the cup. 27 teams are going to be sorely disappointed. Yes. You know, or 26, if you count the shield, honestly, I'd be happy with just a shield. 
Oh yeah. At, at this point. So 2016, 26 to 27 teams are going to be sorely disappointed this year. Um, that's just the reality of it. And not every signing is going to go off, especially not immediately. This seems like the type of guy that's going to need a minute. So I would, I would say if he has a Sylvester Vanderwater season, that is his success. I'm not saying bad. I'm saying that's a reasonable expectation for him to come in and get a few starts and have a few good moments and get used to the league, used to the country, used to his teammates, used to the coach, used to the, the tactics and everything. And so he's he coming in May, not now. Yeah, and he's coming in, in the middle of the season. I think if he can do all that in his first season and have a few good moments, that is an A-plus season. Maybe an A-plus. Yeah. That is a B-plus season. <laughs> A-plus season would be obviously becomes a regular player. Yeah. A B-plus season is that. Just kind of you see why we got him, and he is going to – you see when when he will eventually make good on that promise. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I'm looking for him for the season. I think that the less – the less pressure we put on Gaston Gonzalez, the better, and the more he'll be able to shine. Yep. Now, going back to your first point there, uh, we do need to temper expectations. I'm, I'll say right now, we're, we're going to have a podcast pre, um, mm-hmm. previewing the entire season. Right now, I've got us, in my mind, finishing fourth. I think it's reasonable. I, I think we finished top four. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we finished first. Um, or second, I think third or fourth is our range. Uh, we've got a lot of new players. Um, luckily, we have we have our, our defense is the same, unless we sign a left back. But our defense is exactly the same for a couple years that I'm happy with. Midfield, we've upgraded. We've taken mm-hmm. Yuri out and put Araujo in. Um, so I think that's good. But attack's going to need time to gel. Uh, and we've got Pereira and three new attackers. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and now Pato, coming back from injury. Yeah, and and Pato barely played, so you could kind of even mm. say four new attackers. They played a little bit, but you could. And he did case, practice with the team. Yeah, and and in case you haven't seen mm. it, um, I put up a, a "This is why Orlando City fans are excited for Pato" in 2022 YouTube video. It's up on the channel right now. Uh, you can watch it after this one. Uh. You can kind of see the moments that Pato and his teammates are not totally on the same wavelength. Um, so that that's gonna, you know, hopefully that'll be that he's having a full preseason. Mm-hmm. That won't be there this season, but you never know. I, I think Pato, uh, while we're on the topic, is the biggest wild card for Orlando City in 2022. I agree. If he is healthy the entire season, and if he is anything close to what he used to be, he's a league winner. He's potentially the best player in the league. Orlando City players who have trained with Nani have said that that like internally Pato is the best player they've ever trained with. Yeah. He could (laughs) potentially be top five player in the league. Could. Could. Not saying will. Please do not misconstrue me here. Not saying he will be. But that is his potential, and it is not totally out of the realm of possibility. Now, if that happens, we could be in for a very good ride. Very very fun ride. And I am praying, (laughs) begging for that to happen. We'll see. We'll see. You never know. Yeah. And uh, that's another thing with the Air Chankara injury. Like, if if Pato does stay Mm. injury-free and can lead the line for a couple weeks... Because to start the season, if you look at the schedule... It is game, a week, and then game, and then a week. There's not a lot of midweek games. This is something we're going to talk about in the the season preview. Uh, We should probably get out of here. We're kind of going on. But the the main thing is is there's a lot of time in between games, almost all the way until like June, I think, before we have our first midseason midweek game. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's going to be another factor. Um, How does Oscar Pereja – uh, rotate the squad and integrate players when they have a week off. He can do his starting lineup week in, week out. So obviously yep. U.S. Open Cup in there and, and yada yada, but we're not in Campiones. We're not in CCL. So it's going to be interesting. Gaston Gonzalez can be a great Open Cup player. <laughs> 2022 U.S. Open Cup champs, baby. Yep. Book it. 
All right, Adam, thank you so much. Uh, it's been a good discussion. Uh, where can our listeners mm -hmm. find you at? You can find me at Kosher Taco Truck on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yeah. And come, come, come yell at me. Truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, at Cappy's Food Truck, all yeah. one word, also on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, coming soon to a uh, a uh, a game day near you, hopefully. Yes. Um, hopefully. I'll have to check if I can announce when I can announce things. But uh, keep your eyes peeled for stuff like that. In Orlando City game day. <laughs> no, I was talking about the magic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hopefully some some fun stuff. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for watching, guys, for listening to us ramble on here at the end. We've gone 50 minutes. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. <laughs> we appreciate the support. Uh, we have, have a great week. Now. We do have an intern. His name's Matthew. He's going to be writing mm -hmm. for us this season. He also he week. gets so he gets me coffee first, and then he drives to Gavin's house and he gets Gavin. No <laughs> coffee. He lives in Rhode Island. <laughs> it's a long drive yeah <laughs> and he has to get the coffee in rhode island and bring it in. <laughs> and keep it hot yeah oh well yes welcome to the team matt if you're watching really excited to have him on board and he's going to be writing for us all season long doing a couple of interviews going to be on the podcast it's going to be great um so yeah he's at at matt lab lions m-a-t-t-l-a-b-l-i-o-n-s thanks for bringing that up adam all right, have a good one, guys. Vamos Orlando. Peace. Biggest man in MLS comes up here!